Come on. Michael, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Lifeblood Engage. This is George G. Our guest today is the powerful Michael Teep. He is a training consultant. He is the co-founder of Teep Training International. He's a speaker and a coach. Again, I'm excited to have you on. Mike, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Thanks for having me, George. Yeah, um, as you can tell, I'm, I'm, I reign from Great Britain. Um, I'm an East London boy, but don't let that fool you. I live and breathe in America. Um, I've got an American wife, two little kids with American accents, and I live <laughs> on the uh, <laughs> I live on the shoreline in New England. So, um, been here many many years since 2007, and you know I've been doing this work, out running my own uh, training company now since 2010. So it's been a while, and um, you know we, we offer training. That's what we do. We offer training solutions for corporations, but I, I definitely feel that that's not just what we do. We're not just giving people. We're not just selling people um, uh, training courses, specific training courses off the shelf. We're looking to partner with organisations. We help them with their challenges, their people challenges, what their people potential could be. What are they look? What gaps are they looking to to fill? So my why, my mission, if you will. Uh, for Teep Training International is to facilitate the unlocking of organizations' people potential. Yeah, so that's helping them to achieve their priorities, not just people potential broadly, but what are we trying to achieve here and the potential surrounding that, unlocking that piece. Um, and if I'm honest, you know, I get my kicks as it well, why do I do what I do? I love that Oprah Winfrey aha moment in the training course. So I love it when an individual is like, oh, I didn't realize I can do this. And they make that connection between the subject we're talking about, the practical reality for them, and they start just doing it. They just they just start enjoying it. And, and many, many people I've continued the conversation. So there's an individual level of why I do what I do to help them specifically. And then there's the organization level as well. I love it. So do your do your kids you said they have american accents do they have like oh, heavy yeah. heavy boston accents because that would be amazing if you're sitting at like breakfast and you've got your your british Pat accent <laughs> and, and you've got these tiny bostonians well yeah I, I hate to say no they don't have a, they don't have a heavy accent we're in that bit in between the vanilla kind of accent on well if you could call it that on in new england but i love it is when my daughter emily sits there and if she doesn't agree with me, she switches to an English accent. So if I ask her to do something, she doesn't <laughs> want to do it. She'll say, I don't think so, Daddy. You know, so it's uh, she has a capability of using both nice. uh, in the right context. So, yeah, yeah, love it. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So I imagine that there's a, 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 an enormous scope of, of different uh, ways that you're helping organizations and helping their their, their employees to, to, to unlock and access their potential. What is sort of top of mind for you right now? I mean, it's it, it, it's no guessing game. It's the re they call it the return to work after the summer. What's going to happen in the fall? Um, how much? How many people are going back to an office experience? Who's still staying at home, creating this massive hybrid environment? So for me, what stood out um, 
talking with my clients, you know, keeping watching, reading all the material is, you know, what we need to do is help leaders. What I need to do is help leaders make that successful. Yeah. Lead the return to work for one, if you will, for a better uh, catchphrase there. Um, and, you know, that that would mean inspiring, you know, using all these great engaging buzzwords. Right. You've <laughs> got to engage people. You've got to um, you've got to inspire them. But you also got to allow them to be creative. You want to put them in a forward state, a forward state, a curious state about other colleagues on the team, whether it's virtually or they are actually sitting next to each other in the office now. Um, they're going to have a blend of that. Uh, most of my clients have a global blend of that as well. So, you know, different countries are experiencing different rates of infection with the pandemic. So how do we keep them in that forward state? Um, and what frustrates me <laughs> is the news is I'll, I'll be honest is the news is like oh don't muck this up you know come back to organizations be careful you don't want to lose your talent you've got to get this right it's, it's putting unnecessary pressure it's pushing people in an away state um and like a fear state oh they, they're almost second guessing every action because they don't want to make the wrong action rather than helping people to say okay what's working for us how have we been winning during the pandemic what's really gone well um and there are many many things that have but you have to have that conversation yeah and i want to help those leaders and i am helping those leaders get into that forward state that curious state that you know engaging really with the engaging with people on a human level regardless whether it's over the screen like we are now or sitting next to each other in an office space so that's what's on my mind. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that that is, um, it's a very, very news media thing to do to, to try to scare people and, 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 yeah. and, and to kind of put pressure on people and it's not serving anybody. No. Um, and I, and I like the idea about, uh, about helping them to be creative in, 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 in the way that this is going to work and, and, and to engage. Cause I imagine that some people 100% want to be back at the office full time. And then the other side of the spectrum, they don't want to be in the office ever again. And then somewhere yeah. in the middle, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's personal choice, you know, and it's um, it's funny. I mean, I do. I was known for in-person training. I would fly all over America. I really enjoyed that. Getting up front of how many people it was, getting them moving, getting talking to each other, and all of a sudden, it stopped. Um, and I remember I was in Dallas the week before. I think the last week of February, just before it all closed down. Um, and having that moment and then it goes to nothing zero for a couple of months and now it's a hundred percent virtual so you know we those people I'm, I'm surprised actually I thought I would want to get back on that plane and go and have that experience but I've made such a connection virtually now I you know I'm training in many different time zones now because we're doing it virtually I'm not I'm spending more time with my kids but I'm working more uh, talking like we are now. Um, so I've changed my mindset. And I wonder how many people need to reflect on that and think, do I really want to go back? Do I have, Do I really need to? Um, if you can still, because adult connection is going to be made, whether it's virtual or whether it's sitting next to each other. You know, you can lean across a cubicle and say, hey, have you got a minute? Or you can actually lean in and use the tools to quickly connect with someone. Hey, you've got time for a quick chat. And then you've got the choice. You can see someone... Um, or you could just do on audio if you're in your Netflix clothes and you don't want to be seen, you know, all that wonderful stuff. 
yeah yeah things to think things to think about right it is and it's i think it kind of speaks to to our capacity and potentially our reticence about learning right it's like okay you know a year and a half ago to the thought about using like facetime on my phone was mm-hmm. was sort of preposterous and now to your point we are very very comfortable with having virtual conversations so i've learned and i've recognized that this is a real thing it 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 it, it is possible so it's figuring out what i want to do and then what i need to do is that sort of the that that strikes me as kind of a key balance for an organization's leadership and then for 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 everybody yeah i mean it's take a step back and look at there's a couple of things and, and my recommendation for any organization of leaders is to stop listening to the news for a start and start looking at who you've got in front of you mm. that's the it's we've had this fear mongering is is got worse and worse over the last eight years really if not beyond that um and let's get let's connect with our people so what they need to do is is first of all focus on why what are we what are we doing well um and some companies that i've been working with my clients did that really well in the beginning they were like look we are not going to achieve our 30 percent growth it's not going to happen <laughs> no one's going to restaurants <laughs> So we're not going to get the, we're not going to be able to help restaurants with cash flow because it doesn't exist. Okay, what do we need to do to get our house in order? Because we know um, with our forward state, you know, um, our intent and purpose and forward thinking and growth mindset really is the word. Is we know at some point we're going to come back. So what can we do now that we've always wanted to do, but we haven't been able to because we we're too busy chasing the money. Um, and that could be efficiency, getting the right partnerships, everything set up. Um, I've done it for myself, right? I've stopped running around the country doing all this facilitation. <laughs> and I've spent time thinking, well, what's my virtual presence? I don't, didn't have one because I was too busy enjoying the moment. Um, and now I've stopped and taken stop. So they need to focus on purpose. Then they think, okay, how do I achieve that? Yeah. How do I... How do I actively achieve that? And one way of achieving it is to think, well, what communication style is needed to help my people understand the focus we need to have? Very clearly, clear it down. And a lot of it is around um, uh, David Rock's work, actually, the Neuro Linguistic um, Institute around the SCARF model, making people feel comfortable so they can focus. Can you get people in an adaptive, calm mindset? And you can do that by being very clear about what our purpose is. How they get there, they need to be curious about, but they need to be clear about that first. And certainty around what they can control, making that available to them, individuals. Um, they can control their hours, for example. They, you know, small things, because that gives them the calm to access the purpose. So. They need to focus on purpose. They need to focus on designing their communication approach. What do they think is going to help activate that curiosity, that forward state? Um, and then lastly, they need to execute it because it's, it's great to talk about focus on a call. It's great to say, oh, well, I'm going to do this. But if you don't do anything, um, what's the point? So the third point for me is execution, and that's around consist communicating in a consistent way then reflecting on it, getting some feedback. Is it working? Do I need to change that? And then when it works, turn it into rituals. Like spending 30 seconds with 
all of your individuals at least a touch point somehow every day becomes a ritual doesn't take very long even having a five-minute conversation with your immediate team doesn't take very long but it becomes a consistent ritual that they were they can expect it creates calm uh, an opportunity to talk and then they can focus so yeah focus work on the approach and then work on executing well and reflecting and refining so that's how i would recommend approaching the end of the summer because we don't know what's going to happen do we i mean it's we do not you know, that's the thing we have no idea <laughs> i love yeah. it so you're you're working with 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 large organizations and i'm confident mm -hmm. that the majority have large office buildings and they they signed leases or bought these buildings because their their people were were occupying them and I, I i imagine these are really hard thoughts and decisions that they're making of wanting them back in or not how 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 do you coach people in making the, those kinds of thinking those kinds of thoughts making those kinds of decisions it's a good question right it's a it's are my assets can i use my assets in another way mm -hmm. <laughs> i've got three floors downtown boston i'm thinking of one client in particular huge floors that look out across the harbor and i think i want to say there was about 300 people there uh, all like you know concertina in it was a great environment it was a fun environment they even had a slide sure. uh, going from one floor into the kitchen <laughs> Don't recommend it if you're if you're wearing slippery jeans because I yeah anyway it's another story but I did go I did use the slide it didn't end well in the middle of everyone in the cafeteria yeah. so going back to that yeah it's like well how can I use that asset so I try and facilitate when I'm coaching um, leaders I'm like well what what is possible what do you think could happen well maybe fifty percent what would fifty percent look like. Um, can you do something else with the space? Um, and I'm curious, you know, what could you just get rid of it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it, I'm asking all of these things to start to get them in an innovative area about how do I fix the problem? My what's weighing me down is the problem of millions, and you know, it's, it's an expense. Yeah. Um, but then, because if you don't deal with that first, you're going to make decisions that affect your people in a negative way. So you'll make a decision to force everyone back to work because you don't want to waste your asset because you've got a five-year lease. Yeah, we all know how that's going to end. Right. Um, un very uncomfortable and, you know, lots of mask wearing and what have you. So you know we've got to give people choice. And that really is not, you know, you've got to give people choice and make sure that they are feeling comfortable. You can't do that if you're worrying about a big asset. So work on the asset challenge then help them with giving people options. What can they control? How much autonomy can they have? So that's that's really how I've been doing it. Yeah, I think that that, um, I think that, that makes months. sense. I mean, obviously, it's a hopefully hopefully a really unprecedented time and how we manage through it. And I mean, going yeah. back to that whole thing of don't screw this up, don't don't make bad decisions long long term. I mean, the building's going to be there whether or not the people are inside of it or not and you can sort of that's a whole nother issue i suppose but allowing people the autonomy and letting them know hey i want you we as a leadership team want you to have the autonomy to be able to 
work this out and we need really crave your feedback and 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 your input for helping us move forward yeah i mean i think that one of the things that we've been focusing on is helping people find their purpose and managing their time well prioritizing understanding the the day you can control the day so why not look at that you know where's your best time of day <laughs> everything through to am i using email as my to-do list because that's a you know, hiding to nothing really it's nothing but everybody else's priorities um so how are you how are you winning at home so there's three things during the pandemic that we've been coaching leaders on and talking to uh, across the board about is when you start a meeting is how are you doing asking someone how they're doing and ask them how are they winning and thirdly what support do you need what help do you need right now um it's not like how can i help you it's, it's moving how can i help you is putting the emphasis on the other more stress on the other person it's asking them what do you need help with now and, and saying like, i'm here it's not it's not like oh i'm happy to talk about it <laughs> when you you know you've heard those replies i happy to discuss this face to face when you know that person isn't it's right. stepping into their reality a little bit so those three things helping people prioritize where their potential is it's amazing what you can do in 20 minutes you can do more in 20 minutes than you can an hour i say this all the time if you're focused yeah you can just get it done and you can focus on what you need to get done and broken it down in the right way um so yeah helping them really helping them help themselves Mm -hmm. from all the distractions that we have out there yeah i i think that that's such an important thing is that if you are if you are fully engaged in the amount of time that you have dedicated to the task, you can get an immense amount of connection done, no matter what the medium is, and work done if you are really committed to it versus if my thought mm-hmm. process is, how in the world am I going to connect with you know, 30 people today? Well, if, if, if you don't go about it in a very, very um, – in the way that you just described – then, then it will be a total waste of time. But if you are organized and you have these rituals in place, which is what you've been talking about, then it'll be wildly effective. Yeah, it's it's enabling, it's getting out of the way because people will still, people will still communicate regardless of the medium, whether it's and I've found that through running, learning virtually, there are ways to get people to focus on what we're doing right now. You know, turning off your turning off the presentation the leaders got going into this gallery view pointing at people looking asking talking about people by name and all of these wonderful tips just create that it doesn't matter that you're not in the office right um and if you add layer that in with a focus on i want to be productive this morning because i do have to go and collect my which i do have to do uh, collect my son <laughs> at lunchtime today you know that's uh, that's going to be an hour out of my day so yeah, so that's you know, I love it. That's uh, that's what we're helping people with. Well, Michael, the people are ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? All right. Well, um, it's definitely to be more productive. I would recommend. I'm um, really my tip really is how you close out your day. You know, um, so how do we be more productive? Is making sure we give things endings and beginnings. Um, and we're at home. We're working virtually, we turn around 
and all of a sudden we, we've got the laundry and the kids just outside that door. If you're lucky enough to have a door right. <laughs> um, between you and the other world. So my biggest tip is do a close-off ritual, close everything down, switch the lights off, got light behind me, switch off your computer, close down things and leave that space, okay? Also, to stop people worrying about their work overnight, um, recommend a closing list. And a closing list is not a to-do list, it's what's the five things I must do tomorrow morning regardless of anything else. And, and it's a commitment, I gotta do those five things first. Yeah. If something urgent comes up, you can take one thing off the list for sure. Um, and, but you have to take one off to put it on. So you're only ever dealing with five. Um, and the last thing is rituals. You know, do, I mean, I'm, people say, I ask people all the time, what do you do um, to wind down? And they're like, oh, I take the dog for a walk. I go for a read. I go out and walk around the house. Um, and that's great. But making it consistent so you do it all the time. So. Uh, making sure we take the dog for a walk changing your clothes physically is another ritual into your netflix clothes as one of my colleagues said to me when he was doing um, a training session i thought that was fantastic um and change your clothes but make sure you're doing something to disconnect that only needs to take five minutes that's all it needs to take but it's the difference between dragging your work into your personal life and the other end is dragging your personal life into your how effective you are when you have to be on at work well i think that that is great stuff that definitely gets it come on come on michael thank you so much for coming on where can people learn more about you how can people engage with you um you can learn about me actually on google if you type in my last name teep t-e-a-p-e i'm the first thing that comes up it's a very rare last name very lucky for me if you want to connect with me reach out on linkedin i'm there teep training is there or my website, teachtraininginternational.com. And, you know, if I leave something useful for your listeners, that would be my freebie, which you can get on LinkedIn. It's in my About section. There's a link in there. And it's all about the seven best facilitation tips online. So all the in-depth way of communicating to make what we've been talking about happen as we come into the fall. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Mike your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Enter TEEP, T-E-A-P-E, into your favorite search engine, Google. He will come right up. Go to teeptraininginternational.com and find him on LinkedIn and get that uh, free download about the seven best facilitation tips. Thanks again, Michael. Thanks for having me. Take care. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.